0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening depending on where you're located. It's been a while. It's the new year. I decided to take my own advice and follow the self-care model that I have set up for those who I coach with conflict resolution. And part of the reason for that is because towards the end of last year, it was a lot. I was volunteering a lot of hours. I had my regular work schedule, an extra contract, and I had a couple of deaths in my family. It was a lot. And I think that is a shared sentiment amongst many people. It's a new year and I decided to enter the new year refreshed, having taken care of myself mentally and physically. And I bring this topic up. It's something that I've Talked about a lot in the previous year being your best self, but also taking time to honor the fact that this is a new era in a way and that it's been difficult because we have been isolated from those we love because of safety. We want to keep those we love safe, but you can still interact with them via FaceTime, via Facebook text messaging, please take advantage of all of the other methods, meeting outside where it's safe. I do recommend that you still find ways to interact and unisolate yourself. I'm not sure if that's a word, but I'm going to make it a word. Make sure that you are checking in with others and that you are satisfying your need for connection. We're human beings. We need to feel connected. You might be able to hear a little tinkering in the background. So again, it's a new year. We're getting things fixed up in the house and that can go into a lot of areas in our lives. I have some friends that are reevaluating their current work schedule, where they're working, what they want to do with their work-home-life balance. It's a year to reflect on what went well, what didn't go so well last year, and how are we going to move forward and make it our best year, make it a year where we are intentional, and a year where conflict is something that, yes, it exists. In everyday life, we experience conflict, conflict, but we're able to manage it. We're able to think rationally. We're able to follow that golden rule of don't say something to someone else that you wouldn't like being said to you or done to you. I bring up that last comment because one of the things that I want to focus on for today's session, and I'm going to post an article, is on treating others by assuming positive intent. Assuming positive intent is a big component of conflict resolution. I think it's a little bit harder to get upset or hurt or to lash out at someone when you assume that the things that they said or did were not out of malice, that it was unintentional. Now, sometimes it is intentional. Sometimes it is with malice. And so those are other situations that we talk about in conflict resolution coaching, conflict resolution management. But when you assume positive intent, it does help you be more rational. It does help you not get as offended, not get as hurt. Why do we assume positive intent? Part of that is because we don't know what we don't know. I'm gonna use myself as an example. When I was pregnant, I almost miscarried. It was very scary. I had a lot of ER visits and I wasn't able to touch in with my friends as much as I used to. I wasn't able to give as much as I was used to giving. And I had a lot of friends who were compassionate without knowing that they were showing me compassion because I didn't share with anyone. It was a very scary time and my focus was myself, my family, my baby. And I bring that up because. There's that. There's You don't know if someone is sick, what they're going through, if they've been fired, if maybe their work-home life balance is not working and so they're afraid of losing their job. You don't know if they have a sick family member. You don't know if they're going through a breakup, going through a divorce. You don't know what you don't know. And a lot of times, some people do not share because they're not comfortable. I have friends who publicly post a lot about their lives, and that gives you insight into where they're at, why they're saying what they're saying, why they're behaving the way they're behaving. But I definitely have friends and family who are very quiet, who do not share. They keep it to themselves completely or they may share with one or two individuals. Consider that the next time that someone says something and maybe you're offended or you jump to a conclusion that they purposely hurt your feelings or maybe you lash out in return, in response. It may be that they did not intentionally mean to be snappy, that they did not intentionally mean to say a comment that was flippant or hurtful to you It maybe be that it's applying to their situation to their current reality in their work life in their Relationship in their marriage and they're reflecting what they're feeling. It has nothing to do with you That's another thing I teach a lot of times in my conflict resolution classes. Sometimes it has nothing to do with you Going back to my example I went out to lunch with a friend one day, and they messed up my order. It wasn't a huge deal, but I was hungry. I was upset. I had a ton of hormones going. I think I was six months pregnant at the time, and I just broke down. I had a meltdown at this sandwich shop, and the manager was so kind and compassionate, and he tried to fix it, and it helped calm me down, and I really appreciated that, He did the right thing, he stood up for his employee, but in a very kind way, in a way that said, look, I don't think that they did anything wrong necessarily, but you're a customer, we wanna make you happy, what can we do to fix this for you? It was a great moment of that individual recognizing that I was just having a meltdown, I was having a bad day, and acknowledging that, assuming positive intent that I didn't mean to be rude or disrespectful to anyone. When you take a moment to pause and reflect and think, you know, I don't know everything that's going on with this person today. Perhaps their words are not aimed at me. Perhaps their actions are not aimed at me. I'm gonna take a moment to pause, assume positive intent, react rationally, react in a respectful manner, and then move forward. Many times you'll find that that person will recognize that they did something wrong and they will apologize. Oftentimes they just need that time and you can go back and say, hey, think you were having a rough day or you said something that I don't think you meant as an attack on me, but this is how I felt. And then you can start to have that conversation and it may help both of you open up and have a conversation that's fruitful, have a conversation that leads to understanding, an understanding of I'm sorry that you had a bad day, I'm here for you, I'm a friend, I'm a family member, I'm a coworker that has an open ear to listen. Or it could also lead to just boundaries. I'm sorry you were having a bad day, but the way you spoke to me was not acceptable. I don't allow people to treat me that way think about all these things as we continue our journey for conflict resolution. I will continue to podcast, write articles. If anyone's interested in joining my Facebook group, if anyone's interested in posting questions that you'd like me to answer during my podcast, please feel free. My email is Denise. Yusuf. Y-U-S Is in Sam, U-F as in Frank, F as in Frank at gmail.com. You can also instant message me via Facebook or Instagram. I do have my Denise Yusuf of mediations pages available where I post to those pages as well. Hope everyone has a wonderful, fruitful, and blessed day. Goodbye.